All right. Welcome back to the Blockbuster Hall of Fame, where we are three friends who talk and sometimes argue about movies. We just watched Once, which is a modern-day musical, I guess, about this street musician who is trying to make it big, and it's kind of a love story that's not your typical love story. Um, I don't know. Um, I, I watched it today. When did you guys watch it? I also watched it today. Yes, watched it today. Just finished it about an hour and a half ago. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. So you guys have fresh thoughts, too. Um, I'll say, last week I asked you if you guys have ever heard of this movie, and you said no. The only reason I've heard of this movie is because I saw, I guess it was these two performers, the guy and girl, perform on David Letterman. And I was like, what song is this? And I was like, this is a beautifully haunting song. And then I became kind of like really into that song and I never watched a movie. And so I was like, now's the time to watch the movie. And I'm glad I did. I don't know about the rewatchability factor, but I love this movie. Jared, where are you uh, at? Or Jordan, where are you at? Oh, well, I was going to say is uh, because you said uh, we, we you'd never seen the actors or anything. A movie you you have seen, he did the soundtrack for Dear John. What's Dear John? Dear John is that uh, military uh, movie. It's like a love story, and like the the woman like I watched it with you and your girlfriend in college. I remember that one. Is it a Nicholas Sparks movie? Yes, it's one of those. I think. It's oh, that's why I forgot it. I really don't remember that at all. <laughs> Actually, I think I saw that in theaters. Don't tell anybody that. Actually, Ray, delete this from no, your pod. That's <laughs> this is now a Dear John podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny Jordan, that's funny how Jordan remembers more of my dates than I do that's weird <laughs> well because you were there trying to impress the girl I'm assuming and Jordan was like man I'm just here whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess if the date went bad according to like your standards Ray well, I guess like I was, you don't remember we might but have... like for Jordan he, he's just like hey I'm I w- well I wouldn't call it a date just because uh, <laughs> there was this one she hung out and watched movies with us a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. And we watched Dear John. We must have been desperate. Um, Jared, what did you think of the movie, man? Just quick thoughts. Uh, I definitely enjoyed it. Really loved the music. I mean, I, there was more music than movie, which was actually like pretty good. Um, pretty light on story, but the little bit of story they did have hit. But now nah, I love this music, man. I was gonna say like. I wanted to come on and apologize to both of you and say, like, I'm sorry, but this is the whitest movie we've ever watched. It has <laughs> the whitest cast, the whitest music, and, like, the whitest love story. But, like, as a white guy, I really enjoyed it. I don't have to tell you. You do have quite a few of the, the whitest movies on our side. <laughs> no, and yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely when I was watching this, um, before, it, like, the music kept going. I almost like put in the group chat like Ray like why man but then the music started picking up and then it started getting better the love story started connecting really I just hated how guy was a dick at the beginning and Mm -hmm. then like when he started like softening up and then they played more music together essentially when they started playing piano together or when they went to the store and she played piano I was like okay I'm in. Yeah, if the music was not good in this movie, it would be a terrible watch. It'd be so bad. Thank God the music was good. Um, but I would right. have 
Honestly, I would have DNF'd. I would have yeah. I would have not finished it. If that was the case, I would have just Wikipedia and talked about it from there. Oh yeah, great scene. Yeah, yeah. I read about it on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh I'm with you. I was surprised by how much music there was in this. And not I mean it's a mu- it's a movie about a musician, but it's not your typical it's not a musical like where they just start singing and dancing in the street. Like it's it's about a musician and he's playing songs and it's it's worked into the movie to where it doesn't feel like a musical, but you're right. It's it's a lot of music. Jordan, how'd you feel about the music? The music was fine. The only issue I had with the music, I felt like it repeated it a lot. And so while I liked the music a lot, because it was repeating itself, I got bored of it. Okay. Oh, I do have a comment on that. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Um, I agree. Go ahead. So no, Jordan. Um, there's one thing I got to bring up. Another uh, movie with the um, about music that's sort of like a modern day musical. Uh, so Eight Mile. Um, obviously, we all know the um, you know his big song. You know, Eight Mile. Knees weak, arms are heavy. Mm-hmm. But throughout that movie, he was working on the song the entire movie. So we heard it throughout that entire movie, but never in its complete form until the very end when he yes. finished writing it. And so I felt like with their main song in this movie, uh, what was it called? Um, if you Falling Slowly? Me. Oh, yeah, Falling Slowly. I felt like I wish they would have done that approach with Falling Slowly. Like they would have finally finished it when they're recording in the studio. But they would have been like working on it roughly throughout the movie. Now, see, I would have liked that idea. I could have worked with that much more, I felt like. But, it, yeah, because it felt like the first time they played the song, it felt like it was complete like very near completion if not already complete and i was like it's the first time they're like playing together like maybe you should have stretched it out a bit more like started a bit rough make some mistakes but then you know they work on it throughout then they finally perfect it at the end yeah i i I do want to emphasize i think these are these are small critiques but i think that overall like i I, we all enjoyed the movie right do we all like it I did not enjoy uh, the movie. Yorton did no, like the no, movie. No, wow. I was I was bored for a good chunk of this movie, and I actually like musicals. I watch musicals quite a bit. I don't like you calling it a musical. I don't consider it a musical. Well, when half the movie is them playing and singing songs, you have to call it a musical. Uh, I guess. I just feel like it's a movie about a musician. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. It's like a modern. It's a different type of musical. <laughs> Man, I can't believe you didn't like it. I, this no, is gonna be a fun I, podcast. If, if I if, if I would have like a quick label on it, this is how I'd describe uh, the movie. I would say average people having an average day with music uh, with a uh, pretty good musical talent. That's Man. how I would describe it. My artistic it. Was... heart hates you right now. It's all right though. <laughs> like I I don't know why, but it's movies like this, like I think you know, I, I was thinking about it. Movies like this really hit home for me i don't know why i really dig these movies and maybe it's not so much the music aspect of it it's so it reminds me of let, i'm gonna say something here and i need you to just like let me finish the thought because you're gonna be like whoa 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 <laughs> just let me say it okay. it reminds me of movies like lock stock and smoke two smoking barrels whatever so, i know see your face or just wait Jordan. swingers and before sunrise where the it, you could tell the guy behind the camera who's making the movie is putting everything he can into the movie with almost no budget. The film's a little grainy. Um, I, 
it's it's like his passion project. That's what I'm. If you what Jordan, what? How dare you? Just because what's great about those movies is the dialogue and how fun they bounce off of each other with that one. Well, this movie's dialogue. Come on. There's nothing. Are you going to really remember any lines or anything? It's bland as could be the dialogue. I think you again misunderstood what I said. I'm talking about it's the director's putting everything he can out there. It's his. It's his big shot. But you could say that about a lot of movies. You brought ones that were like that's in particular why they're good is because the dialogue they use into it and how they work off each other and have very interesting characters in those series. Mm. I mean, I like Lockstock because of the style. And the story. Yeah. I like Swingers because it's... I mean, the dialogue... Yeah, the dialogue's great. But I like Swingers because it's a very relatable story. And I like the story behind the story. And before Sunrise, I just had never seen anything like it. So, I guess we like those movies for different reasons. Yeah. But, I mean, I just like the idea of, like... It's an artist saying, like... I'm putting all my money into this this project. Or all that I can into this low-budget project. And this is, this is my like that's... product. That's a lot of uh, smaller indie movies. I feel like they still put into it. Maybe it might not necessarily will show, but I feel like a lot of them, th- those movies are their passion products. So that's just sort of like, when you say that to me, it's just like, I feel like that's most of the smaller Yeah, but movies. a lot of them suck. And I feel like the ones I mentioned <laughs> well, in this because, one, I like see, a lot. You say that, and I'm like, for me, when I'm on board, I can see that the person was going for something, and he did love the direction it was going for, but it's just not my movie, and I was bored with it. I'm just telling you why I like it. Jared? Um... So I am very middle of the road. The music is the only thing that saved this movie for me, because I'm with Jordan. The dialogue was not good. Uh, Guy was kind of an asshole for the first 20, 30 minutes of the movie. Didn't really like that. but like no, like the saving grace was the music, and so that's why I'm not gonna like I I'm not where Yorton is where like ah this movie sucked, and I'm definitely not where you are right because <laughs> a lot of the dialogue in this movie was terrible. The like and it's terrible just like I'm or so... just just not next level because I mean I can't I can't think of any lines where I was like ugh. Just give me an example. Give me an example. Wait, I feel wait, like hyperbole is being used here, and I want to. No, okay. An so when I say terrible, I'm watching a fucking feature film. Yeah. I want good written dialogue. I don't want you and I talking on this podcast type dialogue. <laughs> so, and, and no one was like witty. No one was funny. He was like, hey, you want to come hang out with me? You want to come hang out with me? Hey, you want to come hang out with me? He was saying that like every like five minutes. Hey, do you want to go here? Hey, like it's just like, hey, it's two friends hanging out on a weekend. Super cool. Okay. That's why I said the movie was two average people having an average day and had really good musical talent. And I'm just like, so so I'm with you on that one, Jordan. But like, I I I guess I enjoy the music more than you. Yeah. Um, That's where the key difference is here. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm not I'm not where you are, Jordan, and I'm not where Ray is. I'm in the middle. Yeah, the the music saved it for me. Because the music saved it for me. We can disagree. With them, it's the fact that I felt like. Yeah, you're just basically took. It would be this like same thing if we just follow an average person around with a camcorder. I felt like that this movie was, and that doesn't really interest. What kind of average person could sing and write and play music like that? That's why I said they did. You, you are the average person. 
I can't I can't right. sing like that. I can't write songs like no, that. No, but it's just I'm just saying, like if you put in as much time as they have mm-hmm. because they were they even talk in the movie, they've been playing it, they've been doing all this, but you have other endeavors where you like to work out, you have a family, you teach, you coach in your extra spare time. You don't have a part time job like they do. But it's just like if you only had like a part time job and didn't have a family, like you would have enough time to dedicate to that craft to at least be on their level. I guess I'm confused about, and I, I'm not like well, arguing because it's fun. No, we all have different I opinions. I'm confused had, about like they, almost every yeah. movie is average guy or average girl, unless it's about some superhero. They're not or average guy. It's supposedly they're average people, but you, people are usually a bit, have a bit of wit to them, clever, comical, yeah, more okay, than the average yeah, person. Yeah. Okay. Well, his, his his skill is music, I guess, yeah. not wit. <laughs> um, and like I said, if they'd have done what Jared had done, I probably would have found this movie more interesting, where you could see the music develop in the route. I didn't feel like I got that. Yeah, it would have, it would have been really cool if they could have like formed the song together, and that was and that's their big break or something. You know, that "Falling Slowly" song. Because you're right when they when they played it, and it was a really good scene when. She just goes into the, uh, I guess it's like a used music store. And she's like, don't worry, I can, I can play this piano. He, he lets me play all the time. And uh, they just sit there and play the whole song together. It would have been cooler if they had part of that song and then developed it throughout. I'm with you there for sure. Um, f- the flow, I, for me, we'll, we'll say, po- okay, let's do positive real quick. I feel like you guys... <laughs> We we understand yours negatives. Um, I feel like the movie didn't overstay its welcome. The flow and tone are the standouts for me, at least. I mean, it's not a movie where you're like, man, the acting is so fantastic. The directing's not fantastic, but I just felt like the movie was in and out. It's told its story. Um, Yorton, you in, are you in or out in or, in or out with that idea, or what stood out to you I, as being? I good? was in twenty minutes, and I'm like, what's going to go happen? What what's up with this movie? And I felt like nothing really changed from that point. I, other than mm-hmm. the, the very, very end, I felt like was had some nice parts. I liked the part with his dad. Yeah. But, oh, th- this movie was hard for me to get through. Man, that's so funny. Because for me, it was like, I was like, this is this, if my heart could write a movie, this is the movie. It's so funny how like, we can agree on so much. And then like, it comes to this and it's like, this is, my bubble and it's like the opposite of your bubble jared where are you at what stood Actually, out as speak, good for you speaking of that um sorry sorry um i'm gonna get into that but okay. speaking of that i think the these three movies that we picked are like so in tune with who we are as individuals oh my god you're probably <laughs> i picked right. the fun art house you know like slick dialogue Drinking nice movie. story and then, I mean, <laughs> that's just what it goes into. But I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah. nice dialogue, award-winning, great story, beautifully shot, amazing acting. Jordan comes out here with a over-the-top tank war movie. <laughs> <laughs> Very par for the course. And then Ray comes out with another, like, indie film that's, like, uh, that somebody made with their fucking iPhone camera. <laughs> About white people <laughs> or playing no, music. No, no, no. Like, while white people playing music, it is just like, it, I felt like all of these movies were just like, spoke to who or what we look for in movies or what we go with. 
Um, and like point. honestly, I don't. And I, I like I enjoyed all three of them because as we go through this and we get to learn about each other even more, it's just like, hey, this is par for the course for everybody. Um, so I, like I said, I enjoy all three of our picks. Um, in this movie, Ray, like I said, the positives really love the music. Um, it was an hour and 26 minutes, and I that was the perfect time for mm-hmm. this movie because one minute longer, and, and I would have been I would have been a, a thousand percent agreeing with Jordan. Um, the, uh, yeah, no, hour 26 was perfect for this movie, so I love that. The pacing was good. Didn't really drag on for me per se. I just yeah I yeah no just yeah love the music. Perfect pacing, perfect runtime. Those are my positives. So I feel like the next. It's funny. Go ahead. I just want to say it's funny you say about my overtop war movie, but still one of my favorite movies that we have on the list is The Devil Wears Prada. At the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane. It's, yeah, we all have our we all have our weird stuff we pull out of our bag sometimes. Like Jared might like but, cats or something, you know. Like I just don't know. He's like, I, I got to defend cats. It's like, what? What? You know, we, we just don't know what we're pulling out of our weird bag. No, honestly, I'm still amazed that I ended up loving Moulin Rouge as much as I did mm-hmm. because I. Oh yeah, I also music like Moulin Rouge. And, I also <laughs> and so, like, no, the fact that I love that movie that much still surprises me to this day. Um, I feel like the next hour of this podcast is going to be me asking Yorton questions, trying to see where he lands on certain stuff because of our exact opposite reactions to this movie. And example number one of that is, so there's this story of a potential blossoming relationship happening, but real life happens and it's not your typical love story. And I really like the direction they went with that where they didn't end up happily ever to get or ever after they went their separate ways, but they had their moment together. Um, and I like the end where he ends up buying her that piano she covets so much. And he goes off to London to try to pursue her career. Jordan, where were you with that whole story well, culminating? For me, I never felt like it was, it was a two-sided love story. For me, I felt like her love was the music and that the fact that she saw his musical talent. And that's why she wanted to hang out with him. I hate you so much. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> that's fine, man. That's fine. <laughs> but that's my take and how I took it. I know it's fine. You didn't. You, so you never felt once that. No. Even like I, I really, she chose. Maybe a little bit, just because. But. Really, I th- I no, think it was I more. Like she was more interested in her, in his musical talent than him himself. I think it was from what I took from it was she has this bad husband back home and here's this guy giving her time and attention and appreciates her playing the piano that maybe it's a misguided love but at least it's something she's not getting and she's attracted to that you know well yeah she's a bit lonely i get that but i never felt like that was love i felt like hey this is a person i can hang out with and that i enjoy music with 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 him and he's talented jared where you at i well, specifically, Did I break your brain by that statement there, Jared? No, specifically, let's talk about the ending and how it didn't pursue the okay. like happily ever after. Like they they got their own lives I, and shit I going actually, on. I actually no 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 no. I would have hated that if they would have ended up together. I liked how they kept building up, and then as the song was playing at the end, when he pulled up, when the piano came out, the the uh, truck, the moving truck. I was like, I act. 
I actually got goosebumps because I was oh, like, wow. I was so happy. I was so happy. I was so happy for her and for him and that they're all going their own way. And it just didn't give you the happily ever after because I'm so fucking over the cliche. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we end up together in the end. We're in love. And it's like, oh, I'll just need I'll just need to get together and, you know, hanky panky, as they called it a few times. Y'all don't y'all don't want to end up in love. Y'all don't want this life. We together. don't need Ray kissing Kylo at the end, you know? Yeah, we don't we don't need that. And so I like the, and so I was really happy and ended the way it did. I I loved that they went their own separate ways and they were chasing their own dreams while doing it. Yeah. So it's two people come together making magic and then they go their own separate ways. They had their own shit in their lives and they their lives happened to coincide for a few weeks and they just kept going on with their lives. You know. Um. All right. So Oscar notes real quick. It was nominated and won best original song at the 2009 Oscars only nominee um did you guys know that the main characters don't have names it's just guy and girl they never... I was, yeah because they really never reference each other so i'm not surprised um so i guess the best way to talk about this movie is just to i mean and that goes to what i said before two average people <laughs> yeah but i think that's the point of it right is yeah. they didn't want like brad pitt here you know no, that's... <laughs> um all right, so I figure, unless you guys have more notes you want to talk about the movie, um, I figured we just talk about like five or six scenes that kind of summarize the nominees for best scene and just kind of go into it. How'd you guys like the opening with him playing the guitar <laughs> and that like dude stealing his money and him having to chase him around the town? I thought it was a pretty clever way to open the open the movie. Jared, how about you? Uh, yeah, I thought it was good too, and um. Like I said, I felt like he was kind of like, I don't know, like, it's just weird. He did steal your stuff, but I felt like he was like kind of a dick about it. He was just like, come on, man, get your own job or do this or do that. How could you be a dick about someone stealing your stuff, though? He gave him money afterwards. Well, no, 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 that's what I said. He was a dick for what he did to that. No, 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 no. That's what I was just about to say. Like, when he gave him money, like, I was like, okay. Like, the dude was down bad. He was hurting. And then he, like, shoved his guitar in another guy's face as he was chasing him. The other guy down, he was like, here, hold this. And he, like, shoved the guitar in the guy's face. It's just like, come on, man. Be nice. <laughs> I laughed. I thought that was rather clever, actually, of him. <laughs> he trusts a stranger but he, as he has to chase down this other guy. Yeah. And yeah. I think I got... No- so bad news this happens every now and then where the computer will mess up and stop recording out of nowhere or maybe i hit a button or something but at this point in the podcast something happened and it stopped recording but i will give you a brief rundown of kind of what we talked about and where we agreed and disagreed on so we talked about i guess at this point in the podcast we were talking about the best scenes of the movie and I had nominated the opening scene, which we talked about. I also had nominated um, the music store scene, which we both, I mean, well, all three of us kind of liked enough. I liked it a lot where they came together with the song Falling Slowly. Um, my choice for best scene was the recording booth when the producers just kind of kicked back and not really taking them seriously. He hits record and they start playing this beautiful song. And then after the first part, the drums kick in and the lead singer is just kind of like 
bearing his soul and the producer kind of like leans forward and has this moment of like, oh shit, they're good. Um, that's my favorite part by far. Um, it's a really powerful scene and it kind of like, I don't know, it's just a, it's a soul of the movie for me. Um, the conversation with his father at the end was father is just like, son, that's a beautiful song. You need to go. You need to go. I'll be fine. I'm so proud of you. Just go to London and fight for your dream. Um, that was Yorton's favorite scene. And then the last favorite scene that Jared chose was end of the movie, the whole montage where it's this culmination of these two adults who have their own shit going on in their lives and they meet up for this moment of time and they have this magical moment where they share their love of music, but then life is still happening. They have their own lives and they have to, they have to go their own ways even though they feel this connection to each other, their life is pulling them in different directions. And they realize that, and they realize that these directions are more important than whatever they have together. Um, and he buys her that piano on the side without letting her know, and she gets it delivered, and he flies off to London. It's just a beautiful scene. It's it's Jared's favorite part, and he, he made sure to note how he loved how it wasn't a typical, you know, you end up with the girl ending, stereotypical bullshit. Um, instead of doing best line, we did best song and I think falling slowly one, it's just a beautifully haunting song. The whole soundtrack is worth listening to for MVP of the movie. It's a tie because it's basically the same thing. Guy who's played by Glenn Hansard one as what, well, just because he wrote and performed all these songs. He's not really an actor and he did a decent job. Um, and the soundtrack one as well, because every song is, if you are into that kind of music, it's, it's a fantastic soundtrack. It really carried the movie and he, he did the soundtrack. So it, how do you separate the two? You know, um, six man, there was no, I mean, there's no options here, but they chose the, uh, Yorton Jared chose his father because really there's no other option. Um, shout out Ireland. You know, I like Ireland. seems like a fun place to be. Um, we already talked about some, some nitpicks and stuff. We, we talked about, the Rotten Tomato score was absurd. It's 91 audience score, 97 critic score with over 160 critic reviews. And that kind of surprised surprised them and me. But it validates my opinion. I love this movie so much. Jared was like, yeah, you know, it was all right. Yorton did not like it, which is fine. That's why we're all three hosting a podcast because we have different tastes sometimes. The most surprising thing about about this movie was that it had a budget of $150,000. $150,000. My house costs more than that. Most movies cost like, I don't know, like you think a low budget movie is like 20 to $50 million. Anyways, $150,000 US dollars at least, and it made 23 million worldwide. That's crazy. Roger Ebert, Love this movie, and I already. I'm gonna. I'm gonna read what he said real quick because I think it's worth repeating, even though I already said it and I messed up the recording. He gave it four out of four stars. He says, "I gave it my special jury prize, which is uh, sort of an equal first. No movie was ever going to budge Juno off the top of my list. Once." was shot for next to nothing in 17 days. It doesn't even give names to its characters. It's mostly music with not a lot of dialogue, and it's magical from beginning to end. It's one of those films where you hold your breath, hoping it knows how good it is, and it doesn't take a wrong turn. It doesn't. 
even the ending is the right ending, the more you think about it. And at the end of it, at the end of his review, he says, Once is the kind of film I've been pestered about ever since I started reviewing movies again. People couldn't quite describe it, but they said I had to see it. I had to. Well, they did, and they were right. He loved this movie and made me feel good about me loving this movie. But everything Yorton and, and, and Jared said is valid. You really got to be into these these movies. The, ah, that sounds so stupid. That's really educational. Um, these type of movies for it to click with you. This this journey of man type of movie. This If you're an artist, I feel like you're going to like this movie. You know, if you have dreams of making it big one day, I feel like this is your kind of movie. Um, if you play music, I think it's your kind of movie. If you don't, it's a moving about it's a movie about very boring people doing boring things, as Yorton described. Um, all right, so you know, I did my best. I fucked up. I don't. I'm not saying I fucked up. Screw that. Something fucked up. Um, but it was a really good discussion. I hate you guys can't hear it. But we're uh, by this time I noticed it wasn't recording, and of course we had already been talking about the movie, and now we're picking our picks for next week. So here is that. Wait, 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 wait! Before I before I continue that podcast, wherever I started recording from, I just want to say that when it came to the Blockbuster Hall of Fame, they both said no. I said no too. However. I just don't know how often I'm going to watch this movie. I'm going to watch it a few more times before I die because I just think it's really that good. Uh, when it came to recommending the movie, they both said, well, Yorton said no. Jared said, just go listen to the soundtrack. I was very adamant that you need to go run to the store and buy this movie on Blu-ray. It is a beautiful piece of art that everyone needs to see at least once. So that's where I'm at. They have two very different opinions and they're they're both very valid. Um but there we go. All right. Now back to where I was going to leave you. Now we had a huge mishap. We're not going to redo what we just recorded because that's too much work. But Jared, <laughs> what movie are we watching next week? <laughs> we are watching 1997's Princess Mononoke. Okay. Princess. It's oh, a studio. Dang it. I've seen this movie twice and I hated it both times. <laughs> I'm going to give it a chance again. I haven't oh, seen it. I felt like it's one of those movies I need to see, so I'm glad Jared picked it. All right. I have a weird relationship with Studio Ghibli where I've seen like two or three movies and I haven't been into them, but I maybe I just haven't watched the right one for me. I mean, the best one is Howl's Moving Castle. I watch that all the fucking time, but I don't want to pick that. I watch that probably like that's in my Hall of Fame, and mm-hmm. to me, that's the best Studio Ghibli film. Um, but I just wanted to go with one that I haven't watched. Sounds good. All right. Don't worry, y'all. I'm going to spend about five minutes and go back and just recap everything we talked about. Oh, my God. This is so stupid. What a waste of an episode. Um, okay, cool. All right. Next week, we're going to watch Howl's Moving... No, uh, Princess Mononoke. Dubbed yes. or subbed? That's the question. I don't know. Um, whatever you want, I'm gonna watch it uh, dubbed. I know the I'm gonna dub, go on H. The cast. I'm gonna is go on H. Stellar dubbed. And, and no, so a lot of those Studio Ghibli films, 
Well, oh, well, they work shoot. with Disney. Wait a minute. I was just going to say, I don't think I can picture No, Disney they're people. Disney. Oh. They fall into Disney. No, well, I'm not going to count that as Disney. Oh, I mean. It's Disney okay. animators supporting yeah, it. I, I didn't I know mean, that. I don't count it as Disney. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Does so, the no, Disney I, logo just show up my before book. the movie? It's on HBO Max, y'all. How is this a Disney thing? Why is it not a Disney Plus if it's on, if it's a Disney movie? I mean, uh, I don't know. But I, I don't know. know. I, I mean, was I'm, it I'm made too. And it, under and it Disney or did pick. Disney buy it later? Well, no, no it Disney. Was no, it was a collab. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'll let you guys. I mean, I I don't mind. I'll let you guys make the decision because I never even I, knew that. No, because oh. we 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 could still do it. It was just more the fact that I'm yeah. like, oh wait, we hit. <laughs> yeah, no, I just remembered. I was like, oh gosh, I, I had no forgot. idea because like, a lot of those early movies they worked with Disney. So when they um, translated to American or to English, sorry, um, to American <laughs> audiences. Um, they got well, no, because they got like different actors for like British audiences, American mm-hmm. audiences, different audiences. So for American audiences, they were able to get like high, like good American actors to play the voices. But were the animators Disney and the writers, or was that all just straight up Japan? Well, no, the animators were both. It was, they were both for the animators. Weird. All right, I expect some good trivia. I had no idea about that. Cool. We're going to allow it. Um, That's fine. So catch us next week. Watch some anime. Have a good time.